You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Welcome in to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the Yes Network, and today is Monday April 3rd, from our esteemed group of NBA journalists. We're joined now by NBA.com senior writer John Schumann. Shoe, a tremendous season for your Virginia Tech Hokies. Tough to see it finish the way it did. Um, however, we're, we're in the mix of, of bigger and better things to come here with your power rankings, uh, final stretch of the season, and things are, are you know starting to fall into place a little bit for some of these teams, despite the West still being a, a bit of a mix-up as we look at this week's rankings. Boston is at that number one spot, up from number two. Milwaukee drops to number two. Denver's at number three. Philadelphia drops from three to four. And Phoenix jumps up from the eighth spot to number five. And as always, as we talk about these rankings, you have detailed, incredible nuggets on every single one of the teams. So it's not just about some of these top teams and the rankings we go through, but um, all the good juice and all, all the good things uh, with what's happening and the latest with these teams. So as I say that, and we get to it, and we've got the men's NCAA tournament tonight, let's talk about championship hope, aspirations, and in particular, let's start with your number one team, the Boston Celtics. Um, you look at what they've done. They currently sit in that second spot in the Eastern Conference. They're two games back of the Bucks. Uh what do you like about their case this week? You have a case for, case against for some of these teams in terms of title contention. What do you frame as the uh, potential best best things about this Celtics team that could see them finally getting that championship again? Yeah, I, I think they have a strong resume. I'll just say it like that. I think they're the only team in the league that that ranks in the top five on both ends of the floor. Um, and even if you, you remember, they they got off to that super hot start to the season, eighteen and four. Even if you remove those twenty two games and just take take it from beyond that, they still have. Uh, top five marks on both ends of the floor. So that's kind of impressive. Like you, you, you kind of think, oh, maybe that was all just a hot start, but it really wasn't. They've sustained success throughout. They're five and one against Milwaukee and Philadelphia, uh, set to play one more game in Philly on Tuesday night. Um, 
I think defensively, they have nobody that you can really pick on in their rotation, right? If Peyton Pritchard isn't playing, there's nobody that defenses can or opposing offenses can really target in pick and roll and try to get a switch and try to attack a weak spot. Um, they're especially strong defensively when they play big. Um, and offensively, you know, when they're humming, they're humming and they have lots of guys who can drive and kick and shoot. And, and, and that's terrific. So, um, when, and as well as one guy who can just straight get buckets and Jason Tatum. Tatum says, get your hand out of that. There's a three. He's picked off of that defense. What about, what about against? And part of that, too, as I mentioned, they are, despite being first in power rankings, number two in the East. Uh, the way it shakes out with the schedule, despite having that tiebreaker, looks like they likely will be in the two spot. And if they did make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, would not have home court. Uh, what's the drawbacks of this Celtics team uh, getting to the title? I think one thing is the offense always isn't humming, right? Like sometimes there are some stagnant times, um, some stagnant games. Um, it can they could have turnover issues, like we saw in the postseason last year. They're heavily reliant on on three point shooting. They have the third le- the league's third highest three point rate, and they want to shoot a lot of threes. And there are going to be nights when when those threes aren't falling. Um, and then obviously, like the biggest thing that could be holding the Celtics back from making the finals again is the competition in that, you know, they're going to have to go through Philadelphia and Milwaukee. And both of those teams have incredible matchup problems in Joel Embiid and Giannis Antetokounmpo. And that's, you know, if, if the Celtics don't make it, it might not necessarily be about the, the Celtics. It may be just about them running into a, a tougher matchup. Well, speaking of uh, that Milwaukee Bucks team, give me the case for and the case against Milwaukee. I think you start with how good they can be defensively when they have Drew Holiday, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Brooke Lopez on the floor together. Um, those are three all-defense, first-team all-defense candidates, really. Um, and, you know, they've been excellent when those three guys have played. You know, they still haven't played a lot of minutes with Chris Middleton. Um, and, you know, the Bucks have been really good against good teams. They're tied with the Denver Nuggets for the best record in games played between there's 15 teams that are currently over 500 and Denver and Milwaukee have the best records in games played between those two teams, 24 and 13 each. Um, And that includes a 20 and seven mark in games in which they've had Giannis and haven't been playing the second game of a back-to-back like they were uh, against Boston last week. Let's go to the Philadelphia 76ers, fourth in your power ranking, sitting third in the Eastern Conference, seem pretty settled in that position. Uh, what do you like about their their chances and uh, what, what concerns you if you were placing, placing a bet on them getting to the title? Well, I like is they have Joel Embiid. Um, <laughs> and, you know, he's just an incredible defensive player, but also just having the best offensive season of his career, obviously averaging 33 points, two shooting percentage of 65%, which would be the fourth best mark in NBA history for a player averaging at least 30. Embiid from way outside. Count it! A new season high! And he's got a, a, a guard that gets him to the gets him the ball, as we've spoken multiple times on this podcast, gets him the ball in, in, a, in great positions to score. Um, and I really like the, the Tyrese Maxey element here, just the, a, diff, a different kind of player than Embiid and James Harden. 
um, provides a bunch of speed, um, and and really has shot really well from three point range. He's got you know Tyrese Maxey. You don't think oh he's a shooter, but he's shooting forty three percent. Maxey off that swing pass sticks another triple on more than three hundred three point attempts this season. That which is really really good. So. Um, they have a lot to like, especially offensively, um, defensively, obviously they can, they could, they're not as good as they have been in years past, especially when you think like, you know, they got Maxi and Harden together in the backcourt. Um, and then obviously, uh, on, on the sort of negative side, you know, health is going to be a question and an issue for these guys. Um, but I think Philadelphia's fascinating. I think there's just so much pressure on this team. So over the last six seasons, the Sixers have the second best record in in the NBA, uh, second to only Milwaukee over that stretch. And over the five previous before this one, there have been 14 different teams that have reached the conference finals, and the Sixers are not one of those teams. So they've basically been the second best team in the league in the regular season, but not one of the 14 different teams that have reached the conference finals over that stretch. It's pretty amazing that they've, you know, we talk about, you know, uh, you know, Nikola Jokic, not, you know, having a lot of playoff success. Well, Joel Embiid hasn't reached the conference finals. So um, there's a ton of pressure on this team. And, and the fact is that there is a three seed. The conference finals are not a given. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, but a ton of upside, as you mentioned. So it's going to be really fascinating to watch, not only in the Eastern Conference, but also in the West. And we've been talking about, goodness, shoot, it feels like the entire season, how bunched up things are. Um, and obviously so many moving parts, too, based on injuries and a variety of things that has some teams in places that you would not expect. But let's start with the Phoenix Suns. Uh, they are currently fifth in your power rankings. They're coming off of a win yesterday against Oklahoma City Thunder that uh, Kevin Durant being back with Booker, with Aiton, with Chris Paul. They're now 6-0 and um, when Kevin Durant plays. Ball goes up to Booker. Right back to Paul. He's been working offense from the perimeter. Leaves Kevin Durant open, and Kevin Durant is going to seal this for Phoenix. Give me your case for and uh, any cases against this Phoenix Suns team uh, as assembled being able to make that run. Well, I mean... The offense should be absolutely ridiculous um, when they are in rhythm. There was uh, the fourth quarter in uh, against Oklahoma City on Sunday. I mean, they had Kevin Durant as the weak side shooter and with Chris Paul running pick and roll. And I was like, that's not fair because <laughs> Chris Paul was fair. just throwing these darts across the court and Kevin Durant's just shooting these catch and shoot in rhythm three pointers. He had He had multiple. I think he had three of them in the fourth quarter alone. Getting up on Booker, getting up on Durant. There's the closeout and the shot for Kevin Durant on the sideline and Phoenix had that one set up perfectly. And it's just amazing that they they can they can do that. They can run Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, pick and roll with maybe Devin Booker like in a Spain action or something and popping out. And then, yeah, there's Kevin Durant on the weak side and he doesn't need much space or much time to shoot. Um but what's interesting is that they've been really good defensive. Like the offense hasn't been there every game, but the defense has. And and they've allowed just 102 points per 100 possessions, which is really, really, really good defense in Durant's 160 total minutes on the floor. So I think they have the potential to be really, really good. And one other number that I love, um, going back to November uh, when he was with the Nets, uh the Nets and Suns have won 23 of the last 25 games that Kevin Durant has played. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
should not you think be about a that right like he got hurt when the nets were in that uh 18 and 2 run or whatever it was and oh, now I... he's 6 and 0 with the sun so his teams have won 23 of the last 25 games he's played yeah shoot doesn't surprise me <laughs> don't <laughs> relive it all relive it all uh excellent stuff we are going to take a quick break and we're going to get to the california teams uh and take a look at, at some of those that are in the midst of, of trying to make a push here down the stretch Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Sarah Kustak joined by John Schumann and We've spent a good amount of time this season talking about a couple of those teams up at the top of the Western Conference, the Denver Nuggets, the Memphis Grizzlies, Sacramento Kings. Um, Obviously, we had just gotten into the Phoenix Suns, who are in fourth, but currently sitting at 5-6-7, which we will see how that shakes out. The Los Angeles Clippers, the Golden State Warriors, and watch out. Here come the Los Angeles Lakers coming off a win yesterday at Houston uh, let's start with with the Clippers. Um, obviously, dealing with a little bit of injuries, trying to piece some things together. A very different team um, after the break with some moving parts. Uh, what what is your case for, and then what is your case against this Clippers team uh, finally being able to make a run? Well, I mean, I think everything hinges on on Paul George. Um, the Clips are twenty four and fourteen when they've had both Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. That's very good. Um, they have obviously both of those guys are playmakers and, and ball handlers and the clips have nine guys who've shot 36%, which is about the league average or better on at least 103 point three, three point attempts. Um, so that's tied for the league lead with the nets actually. Um, some of those nets guys don't necessarily play much, but 
So they have lots of shooting and they have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, um, who are obviously going to help them on the other end of the floor as well. And I'll take you back to the last time Kawhi Leonard was in the playoffs uh, two years ago. He averaged 30.4 points on a true shooting percentage of 67.9%, which is the highest mark in NBA history for a player who averaged at least 30 points in eight or more playoff games. So he had ridiculous, ridiculous production and efficiency uh, the last time he was in the postseason. And he's kind of ramping up towards those numbers over these over the last few weeks. He's been uh, playing really well when he's played. Um, and it's obviously just a matter of, of them being healthy. The one thing I will say, though, with them is that they haven't been very good against good teams. Um, if you like we mentioned the the Bucks. So if you take the 15 teams that have, have won or have winning records right now, the Clippers have the worst record in games uh, between those two teams, uh, between those 15 teams, 14 and 24. Um, and that's only 10 and, and that's just 10 and nine with George and Leonard in uniform. So even with those two guys, they've been okay, but not great against good teams. What about uh, the Golden State Warriors? Let's get to, uh, they've got championship pedigree. So I think it's, it's tough to ever really count them out. Uh, but at this point of the year, how they've pl- been playing, uh, what's occurring with this team, wh- what's your for and against? Well, the four is mostly theoretical, right? Like they, they won the championship, when their offense, when they're playing their best, their offense is near impossible to guard. They have two of the great shooters, two of the greatest shooters in the league. They have Jordan Poole coming off the bench who can get really hot. They have Draymond Green, who's just a brilliant passer and knows how to set all those guys up. And they have Kevon Looney, who's a really good offensive rebounder. It gives them second chances. Um, and and when they're at their best, they can be really, really good defensively too. They had the number two defense in the league last season. Um, they were excellent defensive in the defensively in the playoffs they absolutely shut down the Celtics in the last three games of the finals last year but that's all basically theoretical you know like they have a great starting lineup but you know a starting lineup's only going to play 15 maybe 20 minutes a game and so they've got to get minutes from their bench and their bench has just not been very good um and then overall you know we've talked about the road woes and and just how you know they're just not uh as good of a team um, as they were last year. They're not even close. And so it's all theoretical. It's all like the idea of maybe they can flip the switch, right? And maybe the West is wide open, right? So why not? But I think all the data points to, no, <laughs> this team is not very good. Maybe they can win a series, but it seems doubtful that they can do do more than that. Last one for you, the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, can Austin Reeves take this team <laughs> to a championship? Uh, LeBron's back, been back for four games, uh, but the Lakers have been playing really well as of late. As I mentioned, they're currently uh, sitting in that seventh spot. They have got uh, the, the same record as New Orleans Pelicans, uh, but a little bit of their destiny holding their own hands, given the way their schedule shakes out in these last four. What is your for and against for the Los Angeles Lakers? So they have the number one defense since the trade deadline. Defensively, they've been really, really good. Um, and they've been incredible. Like since the deadline, they've outscored their opponents by 19.2 points per 100 possessions with LeBron James on the floor. It's only 215 minutes. It's broken up by an injury absence. Uh, he's only been back for four games, but that's a ridiculous number. Um, and so, you know, 
and and the other good news, Anthony Davis has basically been healthy for almost ten weeks, which is like, <laughs> you know, a great news if you're if you're the Lakers. Now it's question: Can he stay healthy for another ten weeks? I don't I don't know about that, but um, you know, I guess they got to just take it uh, one step at a time. Um, overall, I, I I think on the negative side, I just I think their defense, their offense, excuse me, has just never been all that great. Um, they rank 18th offensively since the deadline. Um, you know, and, and like all, a lot of these teams in the West, they just haven't had sustained success where it's like 10 games, 12 games, 15 games where you say, oh, this team is really, really good. Um, they do have some quality wins. Um, but again, it's, it's like the Warriors a little bit. It's almost a little bit more theoretical, like, okay, if they have LeBron and Anthony Davis and all these new additions together for 10 games in a row, they could be pretty good, but we just haven't seen that, um, overall. Good stuff. Good stuff. Week 25. Can't believe, uh, we are already here, Shu. And like I said, uh, your power rankings are out and it's not just these teams these teams we've talked about but you've got this for the entirety of every team in the association great great stuff in there you got a pick for tonight san diego state uconn i haven't paid attention to the men's tournament at all but I, i'll pick uconn uh because i might have a child going there next year so i'll i'll i'll, <laughs> I'll pick and, and i'm a danny hurley fan i watched danny hurley play when he was in high school he was a great great shooter um you know trying to sort of play out of his brother's shadow. Um, so I, I have memories of watching Danny Hurley play in high school in the early 90s. So I'll, I guess I'll root for him. He's a Jersey guy, so I will root for the Jersey guy. Excellent reasons. Excellent reasons. All right, Shu, as always, we appreciate your time and we look forward to the next one. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.